Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. <laughs> She's hydrated. She's a thirsty girl. Thirsty girl. Ooh, we got a thirsty Ooh, one. We got a thirsty one over here. It's Tuesday, August 22nd, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. And the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast is back together. Welcome back, Beckler. How were the last few days? I was good. Good? Yeah. Yeah. How was your days off? Uh, good. We went camping, went to this, uh, this big party we go to near Rocky Mountain House, Alberta. Yeah. Uh, and it was fun. The weather wasn't as good as it was last year. We got just pissed on the one day. Damn. Like, moment we woke up to the moment we went to sleep, it just pissed. Man, that's it's too a, bad when you're camping. It's the thing about summer, right? Like, you make these plans and you just pray to God the weather's going to be okay for yep. it. Yep. Yep. And then, I mean, it was kind of cool because of the smoke, yeah. too. So, weather wasn't the greatest, but we still had a good time. Kids had fun. Good. Um, and then yesterday, last year I made the mistake of like, because it, it, it was such a big weekend, but then you have to like come home and go right back to work. So I was like, I'm putting a buffer day yeah. on the ass end of that weekend. So yesterday we just kind of got organized. We painted a room in our house. Nice. And, yeah, feeling pretty good. Good, good, good. Uh, On today's show, we're going to talk about getting held back a grade. Shauna found a nice little surprise in her gym bag the other day. Not what you want to find. And how creative people are getting with side hustles. After your out-of-context clip of the show. The Gorilla in the Washing Machine is one I haven't used in a while, but still a fan of the that what, one. Sorry? The Gorilla in the Washing Machine. The Gorilla in the Washing Machine. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So I'm on this, uh, this forum, and somebody recently posted uh, basically asking what everybody does to make a little cash on the side. So asking about everybody's side hustles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's interesting because when I first saw that, I was like, you assume to see things like, you know, skip the dishes or Uber driver, that kind of thing. Maybe, you know, the... Uh, Woodworking, This kind of thing makes yeah. sense. Um, there are some real niche side hustles that people are starting to get into. And I was thinking about this and I was like, that also kind of makes sense. Because if everyone is now trying to make a little extra cash because things are so tight, mm-hmm. you're going to have to get down into some more unique side hustles probably because the main stuff is probably already taken up. People that is are- true. So- yeah. Back when like a side hustle was kind of a rare thing. Yeah. Yeah, you could go for the more obvious ones, but now if every life is so expensive, everyone's looking for a side hustle. Yeah, so basically all of the answers were things where I was like, "Why are we? Wow, okay." Uh, first of all, I mean the one that was more common, a lot of dump runs. Dump runs. A okay. lot of people like, are doing dump runs. You but, own a truck and you'll yes. do dump runs for people, which yeah. makes perfect sense because for those who don't have trucks, they're always trucks. going to need uh, trucks. Excuse trucks. me, dump runs done. So that's one. Uh, there's also these answers that were coming up though. I do face painting on weekends. All right. Okay. I think that can pay fairly well if you're good, right? I say Your so. Kids parties. Absolutely, yeah. I designed the outside of stainless steel tumblers. Now we're getting more specific. Pretty pretty niche. I buy old x-rays and mine them for silver. <laughs> okay. 
I didn't even I, know that was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing either, but I guess it is. You can. Where do you even buy old X-ray? I'm like, what is okay? And how much silver can you get out of an X-ray? Honestly, what is that process like? And how does one get into that? This is, is that's super niche. That's a very niche one. I make and sell book merchandise. So not books, but the merchandise for books. Again, very okay. niche. I started an online nerd store. Okay. Yep. That, that sort of thing. It, yeah. I shave cats. <laughs> so this is this is what we're getting into here. <laughs> I shave cats. I shave, just, You're not a pet groomer. Not a no, pet groomer. Spe- only specifically cats. I shave and only shaving them. Yes. <laughs> yes. So if you have a cat, I will shave that. That's it, though. <laughs> That's my side hustle. Again, probably make some cash for you, though, but holy crap, are we getting niche. That's hilarious. Wow. How do you, dr- you need that cat shaved? I got a guy. Yeah, how did you get I got a, he's good great. into cats? I guess you have your own cat and you shave it. You're like, I can shave yours, too. And then you start, you start looking for for business. Nice cat you got there. Hey, yeah. you ever want that thing shaved? You need a shaved you cat? Give me a call. Let me tell you what I do. <laughs> I'll take it right down to the wood. Oh, sure. <laughs> Sure the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Etymology with Shauna. My son Brigham, who's six, uh, he used the term jalopy this weekend to refer to a wiener, which is one of our favorite. Uh, that is just phenomenal. Alternate terms for, for your bratwurst there. Mm-hmm. Your, your jalopy. <laughs> jalopy. That's a great one. So funny. Oh, yeah. My friend heard it and he started laughing. And then he asked, Where does that word come from? He said, You should have Shauna look into that. Where does the word... Why, so a jalopy in its true meaning is not a penis. No. Nope. It's a crappy, unreliable car. Yes. Especially many years ago. Like Archie from the Archie comics, he drove a jalopy. Yes, yes. It's not your honk otter. It's actually just a used... <laughs> your honk otter? Your honk otter, yeah. So where does the word jalopy come from, Shauna? So it's not entirely known. Um, there's one theory that it comes from Jalapa, Mexico, um, so I guess used cars from New Orleans were often sent to scrapyards in Mexico. And some say that in the in the 1920s, the U.S. built so many cars that they'd often ship them off to either Canada or Mexico, uh, like secondary cars mm-hmm. or used ones to get rid of them, essentially. So a lot of them wound up in Jalapa, Mexico, and there was a nickname for these types of cars there are secondary kind of cars that were used and, you know, not, not in as reliable, shape, not as reliable, but they called them jalapas in Mexico. And then the English version of that became jalopy. Pronouncing the Spanish word. With the J. Anglicized, right? Yes. Yes. So that's where they think that it probably came from. So, so it's like crappy Mexican cars, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> jalopies. 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 <laughs> Comes from the... Yeah, the used cars that were kind of sent off, <laughs> shipped off to them. We're like, here, okay. you take these and use them, okay? Funny word. Very funny word. Not a name for your wiener. No. No, but no that's not be. where it started. But it can be, yes. <laughs> sure can. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I played slow pitch with a, a team that I sometimes fill in for on Sunday. And uh, every time I do, it's friggin' hilarious because every single person is deathly hungover. Like, not just the team I play for, but everybody on every team that you chat with. Like, everyone you talk to just immediately starts with, oh, my God, I'm so hungover. There's no greetings. It's just like, I'm dying. That's how you talk to every single person on that league. This it, is every weekend? Every weekend. Wow, every pretty heavy drinking Oh, there. man, every Sunday. <laughs> like, this is how it is. I was like, they should just call this league 
they, they, it should be called the Hangover League. You know, there's like the Grapefruit League and that kind of thing. It should just be called the Gatorade League because that's all it is. It's like Gatorade and people just die. Somebody is at some point vomiting after running wow. too hard from being hungover. It's unbelievable. <laughs> some of these people might need to take a look well, inward. That's uh, yeah. that's pretty severe. I could see like year-end tournament, you know, the last day everyone's been partying, but Every weekend? Every Sunday. And yep. everyone on the field is up. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. it's it's actually hilarious. League. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's funny because it's it's not awful ball either. It's <laughs> just that they all are like this. It's just But then I was thinking, I was like, you know, Buck and Pat, mm. the Blue Jays commentators, I mean, they broadcast on Sundays as well. And I would imagine that there's the odd time that they're doing that broadcast Ooh. fairly hungover. Especially on the road after a big win, that kind of thing. Yeah, like, do you remember <laughs> that one time that Buck just disappeared for a while? And I was like, I don't know where he went. <laughs> we thought he was maybe stuck in the bathroom. Yeah, but maybe. Maybe he was he still was... too hungover. Spilling out of the ballpark and Jesus, am I hungover? Don't talk to me, Buck. Don't do it. It's quite literally our job to speak. You're speaking too loud, Buck. Stop. Stop the, it. The normally comforting smell of hot dogs and spilled beer is absolutely don't, nauseating tonight. Don't, don't say the word beer, Buck. Please don't. Tabby and I got into a few too many Tom Collinses last night, and now we're paying the price. I'm sorry, Buck. I've got to go. Well, my broadcast partner, Yax Woods, just want to remind you that Tuesday night... Neither of us will be drinking as we're never drinking again. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I chatted with my brother and he was telling me about this controversy that's happening in some countries right now regarding pregnancies. Not terminating pregnancies, but actually conceiving pregnancies after a man has died. What? Yeah. So there's a process called posthumous sperm retrieval where if a dude is like dead, brain dead, they can go in and extract some of his sperm and then through in like wow. through artificial insemination, I guess it would be artificial insemination or in vitro, they can make they can have a baby from this dead guy. I had no idea that this was a thing. Oh, I didn't either, Shauna. Nope. So last year Bloomberg ran a headline that said postmortem sperm retrieval is turning dead men into fathers. And it depends on where you look in the world. In some countries it's it's outright illegal. You can't do it. Yeah. Other countries require written consent from the man. Mm-hmm. But then there are some countries that just need implied consent. And the, I guess the ground zero of this debate is Israel. Because what's happening is soldiers who are killed there, either their parents or their partners, are opting for this posthumous sperm retrieval. And then they're having a baby wow. after this guy has been killed. That's crazy. And it is quite controversial because it gets into the whole debate of like rights and the yeah. child's right and like who, you know, the, the the dead dad's rights. Jeez. What do you think of that, Sean? What's your initial reaction to that? You I'm, can see why it'd be controversial, right? Yeah. I'm extremely torn on it. First of all, I think that permission needs to be part of it. I don't think that you should be able to just go in and have implied consent mm-hmm. you know what I mean like that there's a bill I guess making its way through the Knesset which is the Israeli legislature right now that this would be allowed as long as the guy didn't explicitly say in his life that he didn't want this see as somebody who's not even aware that this is possible it's weird to think that you can just go oh yeah well he didn't say no but he didn't even know it was possible so why good we, point yeah there's probably lots of people that are learning about this right, right now for the first time that's that's a that's a cloudy one but on the other hand i mean 
I mean, I kind of understand it, right? If if somebody, you know, died early and you want their legacy to live on, but then... Especially from, like, the widow's that. perspective, right? Yeah. Like, we never Jeez. had the chance, because it's often, like, quite young men, right, mm-hmm. who are serving in the military. Yeah. It's like, we never had the opportunity to do this. On the other and hand, now, I always struggle when we start messing with nature like this. You know what I mean? Like... But I guess we do it in other ways. For, we do. We so, freeze sperm. We freeze eggs, we right? There's lots of different ways that happens. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about this like from a guy's perspective. And it's like on one hand, I mean, I'm I'm not around anymore. How, yep. how would this affect me? But on the other hand, maybe you're the type of person that doesn't, you know, didn't ever want to be a dad, didn't want That's why to the pass consent on. thing, I think, is the biggest part of it yeah. all, right? Like, yeah. You can't if, just go in there and... Do it without permission. It feels pretty invasive too, doesn't totally. it? Totally. And it's like it is a piece of you that's yes. being passed on, mm-hmm. and you you're you're not part of the deal at all. So it's tricky. I guess maybe the first step would just be more awareness that yep. this is possible. Let's start with that and make your wishes known to your partner or your parents. I said oftentimes it, it's the parents of you know of of a of a deceased man that want grandchildren. They want that you know their son their to live to on. Continue yes. On. Through, yes. Through their offspring, but yeah, like, not without your permission. Be super weird, right? Don't, don't go goblin sperm without <laughs> the permission of. Wow, that's interesting. Y- choice of words, but it's <laughs> my apologies. Yep. The and Shauna podcast. There are some big ass grasshoppers around. Holy Have you noticed this? Man, it's because of the dry conditions, right? Man, I only know this Massive. because a few of them hit me in the face while biking, and it hurts. Like, I swear I think I actually have a bruise on my <laughs> cheek from one of the giant-ass grasshoppers that I got hit in the face by. I was just like, it's And think if you ride, like, a motorcycle with a half helmet or something, you take one of those in the face oh, at 100. No, nope. You'd feel that. Like, would you, would it knock you out? If it hit you in a certain part of your face, you almost feel like it would not just get dummied by some a grasshopper. Them, you're right, though. Some of them are like, They're what, huge. two inches long? They're enormous. Oh, yeah. Also, I had a really exciting morning yesterday because um, I went down to the gym in the morning and I bring this little gym bag with me when I go. And I set the gym bag down. And as I did, this grasshopper jumped out of the bag and at me. And I nearly pooped myself. It scared the living bejesus out of me. Yeah, no kidding. It was massive. <laughs> it came out of the bag, and it was a bag that I guess I used it outside the day before, so obviously this grasshopper must have gotten it. And I'm there alone. It's very quiet. It's dark. Nobody else is around, and this grasshopper just full out attacked me, and I almost, I swear I almost pooped. Yeah, that would wake you up. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know where he went. Part of me thinks he went back into the bag and he's just waiting to scare me again. Like he's his own little jack in the box in there. I think I have a pet grasshopper is what I'm saying. I think there's a grasshopper now hanging out just waiting to scare the crap out of me once again. They move so quickly. That's why they're so startling too, right? Their size and their speed. Oh there's like, God. I know I'm over here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot of encounters with giant grasshoppers like that. Now I'm like, well, he's around. He's uh, probably in my place somewhere. <laughs> I don't know what he's waiting for, but he's just going to wait for the next inopportune moment where I'm going to go and just be terrified yep. by this grasshopper. Yep. I was thinking that I should probably name him, though, now that I have a pet grasshopper. If he's going to be around. And not to mention, like, I mean, it's a size of a small rodent anyway, so it's kind he, of like having my own pet. He deserves a name. Yeah. What are you looking at so far? Well, uh, Cindy Hopper was the first one I came okay. up with. Yeah, if it was a Grasshoppers a just want to have fun. Yes, that, right. Uh, Dennis Hopper, pretty obvious one. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. David Hasselhop. <laughs> Mark Hoppus. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, Hop is already in that, but yeah, yeah it's right there. 
David Hopperfield, maybe. Hopper, Texas Ranger. <laughs> That's pretty good. Janice Hoplin. <laughs> Bette Midler and Locust Pocus. It's not really a locust. Locust is his own species, isn't it? It, it kind of is. Okay. Hoppy Joe. <laughs> Hoppy Joe. I mean, it's just a very simple one. Yeah. I love it when you call me Big Hoppa. Oh, that's although that's very wordy. Like it is just Big Hoppa for short. That's true. I was thinking like even the Junior Hopper from Ah Hopper Junior Bugger King. <laughs> Brutal. That was a really that was a big stretch. But I George Strombahopolis. Oh. Or perhaps George Hopalopolis. Okay, I like that one. George. Ah, but that's wordy. Okay. There's a lot of good <laughs> options here. Now I have to narrow it down. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. A couple submissions on the text. Friend of the show, Damon, said Chief Hopper from Stranger Things. I don't know that reference. I still haven't watched Stranger Things. He's one of the main characters. Okay. Chief Hopper. Mm. Um, Jiminy Cricket. Someone said, although he's not a cricket. Nope. Cricket is a different species. It's true. I do love Jiminy Cricket, though. Um, I thought of this one after we turned off the mics, but uh, Mark Hopfler. Oh, that's good. Getting that F sound in there, Hopfler. 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 I thought of a couple others, and now I've forgotten them again, so that's okay. It, it always happens, though, after like, you turn off the mics, you're like, oh, yeah, or this one, or that one, and yeah. then it's gone. It's fine. Why couldn't I have thought of that? Yep. The red hop Five. chili pepper? No. <laughs> no. Five minutes ago. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when we were driving home yesterday... We passed a couple billboards that my youngest Brigham was pretty excited about because he's like, Dad, that billboard said Shane Holmes. And I was like, because he, cool. you know, he listens to the podcast. Totally. He knows. And then we saw another one. He's like, there's another Shane Holmes billboard. So it works. Yep. They sponsor our podcast. We love them so much. Shane Holmes offers affordable customization. This, uh, this place we were staying at on the weekend, the owner of this land told me that in his house, he has a 10 by 10 steam room. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's just the coolest thing I've ever heard for a cold Alberta winter. Yep. Having a big old steam room. Totally. whole family could get in there. Yeah. That'd be great. So, uh, and you and your cousins could get in there and get freaky, too. Yeah. We know you like to do that as a Saskatchewan tradition. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've talked about some of the things you'd want in your dream home if you were, you know, building a home. You're customizing a home, so... Your cousin's uh, steam room. That's Shane, what you need. Shane Holmes had, like, a cousin's steam room. <laughs> yep. If possible. <laughs> no, just for cousins. Sorry. You guys can't come in here. Hot cousins. Preserve for me and my cousins. I mean, hot or not, depending. Uh, visit them at ShaneHolmes.com. Learn more about what they offer. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. You know, it's kind of hard to believe by today's standards. What's hard to believe? That they actually used to fail people in school. Yeah, that is crazy to think about, isn't it? Like, back in our parents' generation, it wasn't uncommon for someone to have to repeat a grade. I swear, I feel like I even knew of people who failed a grade. Like, our age? Yeah. Like, maybe really? maybe not, maybe, like, not direct friends that I can think of off the top of my head, but I feel like I, I've I heard of people, even in our age, that... I knew one kid who I think was held back in grade one, because mm -hmm. he was in the grade ahead of us... In grade one, and then when we got to grade one, he was there too. And I think it's because he had some stuff going on at home, and like the family decided with the school that it would be best if he did it again. Fair. Yeah. But like years ago, they used to used to straight up tell you, your kid's doing this great again. Yeah. Whether the, whether the parents wanted it or not, like mm -hmm. that's pretty wild, isn't I it? I know. Because it's it's fairly intense. You're separating the kid from their friends. You're setting them back a full year. Yeah. Although I'm sure there are people that would argue that pushing them ahead when they're not ready doesn't help them either, right? That's true, too. So, But how often does that happen now where a kid has to repeat a grade? I know. 
I don't think it's very often because you're right. That is intense. That's super intense. Yeah. On the other end of things, they also used to move people up if they were smart. Mm-hmm. I know my aunt skipped two grades. She wow. started university when she was 16. That's insane. Yeah. And she didn't, she doesn't speak real highly of the experience because she said she was just like, well, you wouldn't be ready and you'd be so much younger than everybody else. Yeah. yeah. She said they like, had trouble making friends in her grade yeah. and stuff because they were two years older than yeah. her, right? That's a big difference at that age. Totally. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if we do that anymore either. You'll hear the odd story about like, you know, this child prodigy genius. went to Harvard at nine or whatever, yes. right? But that's pretty rare. Yeah. And it's a news story for a reason, but mm-hmm. that's incredible that they used to do that all the time. I know. Like, you're staying back and doing this grade again. Your life will start one year later. And as you said, your your friends would move ahead and you'd be stuck back yeah. there. Oh, man. There was a, it happened a bit more in high school when we were growing up. I remember kids who, you know, didn't graduate or you yeah. know, had to repeat another class and there's some old kid in the back of your class well my sister had like they had grade 13 in ontario so she oh. th- then a lot of people would do the victory lap as they called it right where they'd go for that extra year just because they weren't ready to go to college or university yet and so a lot of people would stay in and just kind grade of finish 13. up yeah so was it at the high school yeah, yeah. and you just have these like 18 and 19 year olds in the high school yeah yeah it was a yeah it was a thing Wow, very common back then. And what did it 13. like? What did it get you? What was the purpose of doing it? Like, what was it like? Just you could improve your grades. You could, oh, okay. you know, and then get ready for whatever post secondary school you wanted to go to. So a lot of people would do it. And uh, you know, to be fair, I think a lot of people go to college or university and they aren't ready yet. Of so course, yes. some people will take the full year off, right, knowing that other people uh, would take grade thirteen or OAC as it was called mm-hmm. in Ontario, just to you know, have that extra year and then move on. What percentage of people would you say took grade 13? Well, that was, it wasn't around when I got to that age. So it was my Uh, sister's age, I think was one of the last years to have it. And I think it was a fairly high amount that would do it. Again, it was, there's a lot of people who just were like not ready to leave high school yet, right? Just wanted to party for another year and then, you know, face real (laughs) life. So... Could you play sports in grade Go 13 or were you lap. no longer eligible? I have no idea. <laughs> if you're like you 19 years could. old playing football against hey. high schoolers, yeah, just lighten people well, up. It was the worst because in Ontario, I wasn't the drinking age when I went to university, so it was so dumb. I showed up at university and I was only 18. The drinking age is 19. And I'm like, this is stupid. Not that we didn't drink anyway. You should have stayed in high school. I should have. It would have been the done, life of the party, Should have done John. the victory lap, yeah. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. friend of the show, Heather, sent a video of this. Actually, I've been sent this a couple of times now, and it's a woman <laughs> discussing how she has some some camel toe issues. And then she just, I'll just play this for you. Here you go. And this is what Heather thinks of. Okay, one thing about me is I got the fatty caddy. The whispering eye is not whispering. It's... It's yelling. Always hated like wearing any shorts that are other than black because I just know that the bearded clam is gonna come out swinging arms. So what did I do? That's a great question. I got a camel toe concealer. So we're gonna put, we're gonna put on the beef curtain concealer. So she goes on and she uses quite quite a few other terms for. She's a woman after our own hearts, bits. isn't I, she? I was just killing myself when I was hearing that. And Heather was like, I, I, I was just dying listening to the terms that this woman was using. And I immediately thought of you and Beckler. And I was like, this is what happens. This is another one of those, someone yeah. hears this and they think of us. So Our parents are very proud. They're very proud both. of us. 
people hear a name for an ass or name for a lady bit, and that's what they think of as us. Tell Beckler and Shauna. Yes, got to tell them. What were some of the ones in there again? I uh, I caught bearded clam. Yeah, the beef curtains. Yeah, yeah. The whispering eye. The whispering eye. I've never heard that one before. No, that one's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> some of them those those are staples. You know, like we always tend to come. We want to come up with our own. For right? sure. You, you got to get creative with it. She did use some repeats there, but I still respect the effort for sure. Have you didn't come up with anything good recently, Shauna? Nah. Uh, anything new? Anything fresh? I like anything? the water buffalo. <laughs> the old water buffalo. The grill in the washing machine is one I haven't used in a while, but still a fan of the that. What, sorry? The gorilla in the washing machine. The gorilla in the washing machine. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then there's, of course, the ones that are named after some of the uh, the bowls that were at Calgary Stampede right. that I like as well, like the Wichita or the Kitty Whistle. <laughs> Kitty Whistle is really good. The Wolf Bait. Still love Shark Bait Hoo Ha Ha as well. That's really funny. That one's from Friday I saw a video not that long ago where they referred to it as Shark the, Bait Hoo Ha Ha. The Denim Bagel. Oh, my God. And the Puppet Mouth. <laughs> I also heard tampon Tupperware, and that might be going a little too far. But oh, yeah, that's a, okay. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. My wife McKenna is really into this uh, this up and coming country singer named Sam Barber lately. So we're hearing a lot of that at the house these mm, days. I don't know if I know uh, Sam Barber. Sounds like. Now, hope you dance in the sky. That's what he sounds like. He's, oh, yeah. He's like. 18, I don't know. I feel like, to me, his voice sounds like a teenager who's straining too hard to, like, oh, okay. make himself sound grittier than he is. Well, I can see where you're coming from. But he's, he's young. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, she loves that song, and she says that's the song that she would like played at her funeral. And I was like, huh, okay. No, well, that's lovely. Sure. I mean, a weird thing to think about. But your, <laughs> yep. Your funeral. Play whatever you want. Uh-huh. What song is going to play at your funeral, Shauna? I know this is a classic question, but... I would, would I would you? only go for the, the stupid ones. Oh, really? You yeah. wouldn't go for like a tearjerker or no, anything no, or something not. sentimental? No, no. I would, yeah. I know one dude, he told me once, he said one time he has a list of 22 songs that he wants played at his funeral. And I'm like, well, I'm not coming to your funeral then, man. That's way too much. That's a lot. I'll, I'll sit through a song or two for you, but not an entire concert's worth, you know? I, well, we've talked about like everything about my funeral is going to be stupid, right? We, right. A million times we've talked about how I want to be shot off the side of a mountain on a chair, like just fly on me fire. off and on yeah. fire. Like, like that's the kind of stuff. So yes, okay. I would not have a sentimental song. Cause I was just like, Meh. What about you? Would you have a so sentimental you would, song? You, there's no song in particular or just be something? I mean, I have a few suggestions, like obviously the obvious. Another one, Okay. Right, that That's one. fun. Uh, or, or this one here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, or we'd go with... Uh, <laughs> maybe a little wham. Just toss. That's fun. That would be... Or just this really... <laughs> you could just okay. ding dong, the witch is dead. Uh, last one, potentially. Then we could play some Willie Nelson. More will be up and smoke me when I die, and then everybody could just light one up, right? And That's then great. you shoot me off the side of a mountain. So any of those would all work, good you know? options. I'm really particular to the wham. That's really. <laughs> I funny. think that's my favorite so far too. Yeah. I figured like, why would I ever complicate things? Why wouldn't I just go with? Right. <sighs> there it is. I mean, my journey, of course, hasn't been as great as the journey that. Frodo and the rest of the fellowship took, but I mean, if you're aspiring to be something, the greatest story ever told. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
Claire and Shauna podcast. I've had a really bad string of luck with my building's elevator lately. Not more elevator problems. No, no. Luckily, they're they're functioning very okay, well. Okay, good. Um, oh no, no. But every single time I go in there, it smells like something, and it's never a good thing. Like the elevator just reeked of fish the other day, just absolute fish smell, which I, I don't even know how that happens. Like, what do you do in the elevators where it just reeks of fish? You know I what I mean? Know. Like, see, there's someone got fish for takeout, or yeah, some- and it just it stayed in there, or I, you dropped your garbage, and I don't know. Maybe someone walked down to the bow, caught a fish, and then brought it back. Maybe, up yeah, the elevator. just lingering with your trout in the elevator for a while. Yep, that's what happened. And then the, the other, it was it was bo prior to that one day, and it was just really like really bad bo. And then it was straight hot garbage. And then yesterday, somebody clearly dropped just a hot barking spider in there that reeked. And I, I got in. And I'm like, are you kidding me at this moment? And the worst part about this whole thing is I am on the 31st floor of my building, so it means it inevitably people are getting into the elevator after me. Right. right? And they're going to think that you're the one that dropped Absolutely. crazy bum. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And everything else that's going on in there, they assume it's going to be me. The other day I actually explained to a woman and was like, I'm so sorry. I swear it's not me. It smelled like this when I got in here. <laughs> that's what a guilty person would it's say. Exactly. Right. I was like, no one believes me. Like, I'm going to have to get to the point where if I open the elevator doors and it smells of that, I'm just going to have to let them close and wait for the next available elevator. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, otherwise... I heard someone talking about this same problem recently, but it was they were in line for the bathroom at a party. Mm-hmm. And they said the person came out and they went in and it smelled just awful in there. And they're like, well, great. Yep. Now when I come out, Honestly, the next person's going to think it was me. So what e- do you do? Every day it plagues me. Every day I get into that elevator, I'm like, great. And then, yes, yeah, sure as hell, somebody will go on. I'm like, yeah, they think it's me. I'm the one who smells of fish or BO or hot garbage or whatever else <laughs> it is today. You just have to start yelling Nasty as soon as bum. you get on. Oh my God, who Fargo'd? Yeah. And then the next people will be like, oh, maybe it wasn't her. Yeah, you just, but you know that that, again, that's what a guilty person yeah, would do. So there's, there's really no way out of that the one. The only thing there. I could think of is like bringing Febreze with me every time <laughs> and just spraying that thing straight down as I get in, just so that the next people don't have to smell it too, you know? If I got in and smelled like, it smelled like Febreze and farts. Yeah, it's true. Ma'am, did just, you do this? Ma'am, just, did you do all of this? Ma'am, it just disguises the smell of the fish <laughs> fart, okay? That's. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. So Ty, while you were away in Drumheller this week and I held down the fort here at uh, X929, but it was funny because... I was gone a day. Yeah, I know, but it seemed like a long time. I missed you. Yeah, I'm sure. X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.